Welcome to the Mass Device Fast Five MedTech News Podcast, the show that keeps you up to date on the latest breakthroughs in medical technology with the top five news stories to get your day started. I'm your host, Danielle Kirsch, and today I'm joined by my co-host, Sean Hooley. What are we going to talk about today, Sean? Today we'll talk about a Johnson & Johnson veteran joining Gina Valve's board, Field Medical raising some money, Inogen completing its latest acquisition, the Gates Foundation backing GE Healthcare's AI-based ultrasound, and Motif Neurotech implanting its first miniature brain pacemaker. So what's the first thing that we should know to start our day today? Taver technology developer Gina Valve added a Johnson & Johnson veteran to its board. A longtime senior figure, one of MedTech's biggest names, is set to lend some expertise to an up-and-comer in replacement heart valves. Who is joining the board and what is some of their career experience? Gina Valve appointed Shlomi Nachman to its board. He brings 25 years of medtech experience, having held a number of senior operating roles at Johnson & Johnson, including serving as company group chair of cardiovascular and specialty solutions and vision groups within J&J Medical Devices. He was a member of the company's medical devices group operating committee as well, and also led a portfolio of six different medical device businesses. He had a number of roles, including worldwide president of Biosense Webster and Cordis. What are executives saying? John Kilcoin, the Gina Valve CEO, said that Nachman's experience as both an executive and board member across innovative cardiovascular device businesses further strengthens the operating expertise of the board. His track record of driving commercial growth and technological development at J&J is a testament to the strength of his leadership. What's the next thing that we should know for today? Next thing is that Field Medical raised $14 million for its next generation cardiac ablation tech. Really exciting company, not even two years old, has received some more financial backing. So what is the technology that Field Medical is developing? The company develops next-generation pulse field ablation products. So its core products, the Field Force catheter and Field Force generator, use proprietary field bending technology, which addresses the limitations of first-generation pulse field ablation technologies and meets unmet needs in cardiac care, so treats any cardiac arrhythmia while expanding its capabilities to treat complex ventricular arrhythmias. So the CEO of this company, this is not his first time creating a device like this. So can you tell us a little bit about the CEO behind this company? Yeah, no, definitely not his first time and very similar. So Field Medical was actually founded last year by Dr. Stephen Mickelson, the founder of Ferropulse. Mickelson led that previous pulse field ablation technology developer to an acquisition by Boston Scientific that could be upwards of $460 million. So that was two years ago. There's been a ton of buzz around Ferropulse, especially recently with some good study results and some potential thoughts around Boston Scientific bringing it to market soon. So it's hard to imagine that uh, if Field Medical continues to progress, that we won't have similar buzz. Did he provide any insights into the future of Field Medical upon this funding raise? Yeah, he said the company's goal is to be the industry leader in pulse field catheter ablation by building technology that physicians need and patients deserve. In today's uncertain investment climate, he said the company was thrilled to have attracted such strong attention from the investor community and strategic partners, and he credited his team at Field Medical for forming the vanguard of innovation and moving the project forward at what he called an incredible pace. And now let's talk about that acquisition from Inogen. Yep, Inogen completed its acquisition of PhysioAssist. It initially announced its plan to acquire the France-based company just a few months ago. What does PhysioAssist do and how does it fit into Inogen's work? 
Physiosys technology is called the Simiox technology. It's currently available outside the U.S. It's a technology-enabled airway clearance device. It treats bronchiectasis, where the lungs' bronchi become damaged and widened. It often occurs in cystic fibrosis and chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, or COPD. Inogen says the acquisition aligns with its strategy to diversify its portfolio and expand market opportunities imminently, and it also aligns with the company's long-term financial goals. What were some of the financial details of this deal? The deal includes a $32 million payment up front. It could reach as much as $45 million in total. Inogen expects an immaterial impact on 2023 revenue, given the investment needed to pick up FDA clearance and run a U.S. launch. The company expects it to be accredited to adjusted earnings in 2027. So executives must be optimistic with this new acquisition? Yes. President and CEO Nabil Shabshab said that Simiox provides differentiated and clinically proven innovative airway clearance technology, which will add a sizable growing and underserved airway clearance market opportunity in support of the company's strategy to become a multi-portfolio global respiratory care company. And now we have some news from GE Healthcare again, who seems to be on this partnership path recently. Yeah, definitely. A few partnerships we've talked about on this show before with Mayo Clinic and Mass General Hospital. This one is a grant from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation worth $44 million to develop AI-based ultrasound, potentially get more advanced ultrasound technology to more people. What will this grant support? The foundation issued the grant for GE Healthcare to create user-friendly AI-assisted ultrasound imaging auto-assessment tools to aid healthcare professionals with clinical decision information, support more effective ultrasound scans for obstetric and lung screenings across maternal and fetal care, as well as pediatric lung health. The important angle of this grant and of this sort of partnership is that they hope to expand access to low and middle income countries across diverse care sites. Can you tell us a little bit about how the company plans to achieve those goals? Yeah, well, Caption Health, which GE Healthcare acquired in February, will actually be designing the technology. So the company is quickly putting to work an asset that it acquired within the last seven months or so. It intends to enable the technology to run across a range of ultrasound devices and probes, including lower cost handheld devices. And it plans to develop multiple lung ultrasound and obstetric algorithms through clinical validation and regulatory submissions. What are executives saying? Roland Rott, the president and CEO of Ultrasound GE Healthcare, said ultrasound is an essential tool for screening and diagnosis of various medical conditions, including the health of expectant mothers and managing respiratory diseases. But a key limitation is the guidance of lesser skilled users to effectively apply affordable point of care ultrasound in their care environment. So he said the grant will help bring Caption Health's leading AI technology customized to more users, therefore contributing to increased access to higher quality medical care. And now what's the last thing that we should know for today? Motif Neurotech completed its first in-human implant for its miniature brain pacemaker. It's the first step toward bringing a potentially groundbreaking brain implant to the market. So what is this mini brain pacemaker designed for? It's designed to precisely stimulate the brain and restore healthy circuit activity to treat mental health disorders. The company describes it as a pea-sized implant, goes in during a 20-minute outpatient procedure, and has capabilities for at-home therapy. The company believes it will produce minimal side effects compared to drugs. The lead product that it develops treats treatment-resistant depression, or TRD, a form of major depressive disorder. What were some of the results from this first in-human implant? 
The company conducted the study in collaboration with researchers at Rice University, Baylor College of Medicine, and UT Health Houston. The human procedure took place at Baylor's St. Luke's Medical Center. And in intraoperative studies, the implant demonstrated safe and effective stimulation of the human brain without contacting the brain's surface. The researchers also shared that they saw safe and effective brain stimulation in large animal studies lasting over 30 days. What does Motif hope to do with this technology? Well, according to the company, traditional neuromodulation systems have limitations due to reliance on implantable pulse generators, which have built-in batteries and wired leads and can lead to points of failure like fractures, migration, and battery failure. So the company wants to sort of topple the existing brain simulation treatments and address the areas in which they fall short. It's precisely targeted implant and wearable headset for at-home use to deliver episodic neuromodulation, potentially providing an effective treatment for TRD. And that was the last story that we had for today. So thank you, Sean, for coming on, giving us your insights and bringing us all this news. My pleasure. As always, read more on the Mass Device website and check out the show notes at massdevice.com slash podcast. Connect with us online. I'm on LinkedIn at Danielle Kirsch, K-I-R-S-H. What about you, Sean? You can find me on LinkedIn, Sean, S-E-A-N, Hooley, W-H-O-O-L-E-Y. Subscribe to the Mass Device Fast Five wherever you listen to podcasts and share this episode. Join us tomorrow for your daily MedTech News Roundup. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.